My name is Matt Brown. What makes you the authority, bro? West Side Story, bro. What, bro? Sweeney Todd, bro. What, bro? What, bro? Merrily we roll along, bro. Why you gotta disrespect, bro? I do respect you, bro. Show some respect, bro. I do respect you, bro. Stop disrespecting, bro. I respect you, bro. Okay, I respect you, too. Okay. Say it loud. Say it proud. Let's start the show. Dude, I think they know we're crashing. Watch this. Do you know them? No. But in Declurb, we all fam. What? In Declurb, we all fam. Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Matt Brown, and we have an awesome show for you this morning, afternoon, evening, and night. What's going on? I'm Matt Brown, and I'm the host of this illustrious podcast, serving to you and entertaining, informing, and inspiring the greatest audience ever, and that is the Productive Conversations Podcast audience. What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's dandy. So, it's Monday. January 11th, already 11 days into 2021. Um, lots of stuff going on. Nine days, there will be a new president of the United States. My brother turns 18 years old tomorrow. And we're just getting older and wiser, making an impact one way or the other. And how are we going to make an impact today? By having the great August Fritz on the Productive Conversations podcast. My man is finishing up his degree at the University of Hartford. He is a DJ. He's a guy who's glowed up, working out, grinding, and being entertaining in his way. And that is a great way. But seriously, guys, August Fritz is on the show today. We talk about a lot of good things, comparing and contrasting our times at U-Heart, our times with the Theta Chi fraternity, DJing, uh, some insane stories that happened during quarantine. We got it all, it's an, and it's all entertaining. But seriously, though, I can't wait to show you this interview, this awesome talk we had, and it's time to get experienced. Let's get to it. August Fritz, it's your turn. Here we go. <laughs> Hey yo, my guest today is one of the University of Hartford's best students currently right now. Not even pandemic can stop him. Strong Theta Chi brother, strong personality, a lot of great talents in between, and I am so thrilled to get to know the great, powerful, and mighty August Fritz. What's going on? Welcome to the production, Productive Conversations, bro. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, I'm down here visiting New Jersey, see my parents for a little bit during the break, you know, relax a little bit from school, you know, just chilling out, man. Hear that, I hear that. So me and August have a unique relationship. So I met August after I graduated UHeart and uh, believe you were at first pledging the fraternity. I guess it would have been 
This would have been the fall 2017 around. Um, and yeah. I have met yeah. you before a few times. Uh, I've only visited U-Heart two or three times since I graduated, but I happened to chill with you and everyone. And um, since then, and kept various, kept in touch in various ways. And now we're here together. So um, I was really excited to hear that you were interested to come on, bro. So uh, this will be a great way for me to get to know you as well and you to know me. So I guess to start it off. So what's the situation going on right now with you? What you've been up to um, here in December 2020? You know, nothing much, really. Um, You know, past year, you know, Corona and everyone's gone through it. Um, You know, been to the beach a few times over the summer. That was kind of cool. Kind of just worked my way through the semester and the semester. um, You know, I got some music shit going on. You know, a lot's happened over the last, you know, few months. And as of right now, you know, just relaxing from it. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, bro. Take your take a break, man. So you're currently what year? So you are still at U-Heart, still a student over there? Yeah. Great, great. I'm finishing up my uh, my fifth year. You know, I, I do a few more classes after I finish up with my degree. You know, just some like uh, electives and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just strong, getting stronger, getting better. I hear that, Brody. I hear yeah. that, man. So I guess my question for you, one of our big connections is Theta Chi Fraternity. How the hell have those guys been? And how have you guys been um, holding it down over the past um, few years? Uh, so the past year in particular. But um, since I left, I like to see, I like to see that the fraternity really has prospered and there seems to be so many interesting new brothers. So why don't you you tell me what's uh data kai been like since uh since in the last uh few years um honestly you know for me personally like one of the main reasons why i joined and shit um my boy brandon burgos um, i'm pretty sure you you know him oh yeah like, he's a good guy Very really dope guy. brother you know i lived with him um you know really dope person he's kind of the person who got me into data kai you know um you know like i don't know over the last few years, you know, it's been probably one of the best times of my life. I honestly would not expect anything like a fraternity would offer to me. Like initially, like my first reaction when I first thought of fraternity, I was like, I don't know. It was kind of like some bullshit idea I thought of. I was right. like, why would I ever do that? Uh, this, that, and the other thing, <laughs> like some bullshit. And then like, you know, I saw, you know, Brandon kind of go through it a little bit. And then I started knowing like a lot of people I was familiar with at the time, like they were all doing it. And I was like, shit, you know, this kind of looks like, something I might want to do. I mean, like, I'm not trying to follow suit, but, like, everyone seemed like they were having a good time. So I was like, hey, why not? I'm trying to have a good time. Right. Like, you know. And then, uh, you know, I came to a Rush event, and then, like, I started talking to some of the brothers. Teddy was one of the first brothers I really started talking to. Him, Vic, uh, you know, great brothers. Like, you know, talking to them and, like, you know, going through Rush Week, you should, I really realized, like, you know, I could really do this. And, you know, I was like, hey, here I am. <laughs> How about that? Rocking and rolling since then. That's awesome to hear, brother. And um, so you would say even all this time later, this was one of the best decisions you made in your college career, right? Yeah, sure. Sweet, sweet. What has been, um, what was the last semester for you, always known as the COVID semester, huh? How did, um how did the first half of the year go with you being in amongst the pandemic and everything? Um, you know, 
It was kind of crazy because, like, I live in a house uh, off campus. I actually live in the fraternity house. You know, it's, it's a good time. All right. I, I, I live with uh, Brandon Burgos, uh, Kevin Schaefer, I think you had on yep. one time. Had Kevin on and earlier. And other people, uh, Rick and Giovanni. Yeah, yeah. Kevin came on the one time. I think I interrupted <laughs> one of your podcasts one time. I was like, well, shit, what's going on over there? Hey, man, <laughs> now like, he's sick. here. I was all, I was kind of – I didn't know if you were going to be here or I, I assumed you were living in the house. That would have been funny if Kevin inter- interrupted this one too. But uh, it's your spotlight <laughs> now, my friend. Yeah, I mean, um, so like in terms of like living, you know, uh, during the COVID, it really didn't have much of an effect on me as much because I knew I was going to be here. But like I saw like other people going through it, just knowing like, you know, it was their last time like being at school and shit and like all the fun times ahead of them were just, ugh, just crushed, man. I felt yeah. bad for a lot of the seniors who were graduating. Yeah, but I mean, man. other than that, like, you know, I just kept my head up like during the whole thing. You know, I stayed at the house like I did not leave. Right. Like, I, I stayed and quarantined myself for a few months. Like once the gyms closed, like I just that's all that's all I did, bro. I just <laughs> stayed in the house. <laughs> dude, yeah, I, I come hear back that, here dude. in New Jersey once in a while, but that's about it. Yeah. You're doing the right thing, bro. We need to appreciate the responsible people like you. Yo, man. I wanna ask you though, staying into that and this is actually something I really never asked even when I was in the in the fraternity, but what is it like? for you to live in the fraternity house what's it like to have the spot i'm sure there's both pros and cons to it but can you tell me honestly what it was like to live in the house shit man <laughs> let me tell her it's a fucking roller coaster ride i mean there's just yeah up, there's a excuse me there's the ups and there's definitely the downs um you know one thing for sure is that the people that you're with they'll always be there for you and shit like everyone in the house is connected like you know being in a fraternity you kind of like get the sense like you're kind of like in a giant ass family like people have their friends and shit but like everyone's still on the same consensus but when you live at the house it's like a whole other thing man like you know it's dope like you know you get to really know people like in the fraternity and shit and like Mm -hmm. you get to party with them and you know you get to do fun things and you know great time and after socials and mixers it must be i guess both bittersweet to have it at your crib you don't have yeah. to leave anywhere you could just chill and if anyone wants to hang out before or after it's already easy because you're there but then you have the uh i literally the saturday more the sunday mornings i call it the uh destroyed floors the beer cans the trash how did you yep. manage all of that shit going on <sighs> Damn, man. I, I'm going to be honest with you. For a while, I was just freaking out on people. Like, I would, <laughs> I would just I would just tweak in the chats and shit and be like, hey, fuck this, fuck that. Like, right. you know, you know, the bullshit, man. Like, I just want my house clean. Like, that's it, man. That's all I want. The general necessities of having a nice home is at least keeping it clean, you know? Right. Um, I mean, but, I mean. You just can only do so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. <sighs> It's just a drag because there's some people who who really do like help and clean, and then there'll be some people who just will be like, nah, like yep. fuck that, I don't want to do all oh that shit. God. Like, <laughs> Dude. yeah, I mean, it's not really the end of the world though. I mean, as long as it's like I can use the kitchen, like I don't mind. But like once people like trash the place, I get kind of pissed off, and it's definitely yeah. deliberately do it too. I mean, did you ever? I mean, I assume you did opens, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And then that whole, 
that whole aspect, having an open because you have the shit, not only you, Hart, you might add up all of Hartford there, bro. I would love. <laughs> yeah, we've had big number of turnouts. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's like one of the here. biggest things when I joined a fraternity. I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> shit's real as fuck. Like, you just, you just see piles and piles of people. Like, yeah. it's not like something you would expect. It's like a mosh pit. It's just a giant mosh pit of people everywhere. And it's like so hot, bro. Dude, I mean, they're, they're fun, but like, oh, man. It gets intense. The morning after, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's like much of smells you never who thought of some weird scents and stuff yep. and just. Sure. Oh, my God. And who knows all the, the bodily fluids that have gone through there. Shit. <laughs> don't, don't make me think about it. <laughs> That's <should> your pass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And who knows what um the shenanigans and if all the walls could talk, I bet. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> Trust me, me neither. And like when I was like I don't know if you know, I was president for for in twenty fifteen and uh yeah. dealing with you know, was I didn't live in that house, but I just all that responsibility and stuff like that. It was both exhilarating but it was a kind of a you know shit went down thank god it didn't who knows yeah. i might not even be on the zoom with it the the, the the stuff they were trying to scare you with but <laughs> could you tell me like if you remember i'll start it but uh like some of your craziest opens particular like this one open um i had do you know the great jeff severino yes he was Love one of my roommates at one point no way yeah what a very one- dope person man Hell yeah, man. I think that's probably one of the smartest people I've met. Not in terms of, like, you know, just being smart, but also working hard. Like, that man, like, when he wants to get something done and solve a problem, he does it. Like, for sure. Dude, I mean, coming from the Bronx and stuff, like, and now working at NASA, I mean, just one of the most inspiring people ever. And uh, it's he, I'm, I'm so impressed with what he did and proud of that guy. And well, but one of this, this funny story has to do with him, right? I will say this to this day. And I've known, <laughs> I, I, I've known Jeff since 2014 and graduated college. I've worked in my industry. I've dealt with some crazy bosses, but truly probably next to my mother, Jeff is the scariest person I've seen angry. He goes in, bro. He brings that. He just brings the wrath of God with him. I don't know. I can tell you one thing that happened that was so funny. Please do, and I'll tell you. We were were having a party. Oh, I was just going to say, we were were just having a party one time. And, um, you know, we had the music blasting. It was like two in the morning. And, like, Jeff apparently Hefe like told one of us to turn down the, the music a little bit. So then. No one did. Everyone forgot to do it. And then I went back downstairs and like I turned it. I I no, I didn't turn it off. What you call it? Uh, Hefe came downstairs. Yeah. And screamed at the top yeah. of his lungs, bro. I'm telling you, Jeff is bro, the serious person. Bro, ever. he was so loud, bro. And like I could have, like I God went through me, bro. I, I was yeah. right in front of him too. I was like. <laughs> like oh man seriously I, I i couldn't believe he could yell like that between like i said jeff and my mother no one gets can be scarier in this world when angry but this story this story gets pretty crazy so this was an open back we had a house 
on Bloomfield Ave. I don't know if you heard it, seen it, or where that you're at. I probably heard it. Before. It's right by TJ Fridays. It's essentially across the street for TJ Fridays. Kind of stupid. Yeah, I know, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of stupid looking back to the fraternity house on the main road. And we wondered why so many cops were called. But hey, you live and you learn. But we had like a really crazy open. Definitely not social distance. Like people were, it was a fire hazard bad. And, you know, with Hartford, we probably got strangers from all over the place. I heard people go as far as UConn to go. And right. But Mm -hmm. things got so out of hand. I will never forget Jeff, of course, freaking out. And he's screaming, yo, this dude got a gun. And I remember I was so verklempt. Everybody is on top of me. I remember there was, I was like, there was like these three TG girls I was cool with. They were talking and just like, I remember just saying things so calm, thinking like, damn, is this really going to be it? What else are I going to do? But then when he screamed that, I swear it was, you've seen the wave at sporting events. Yeah. There was a wave of people like pushing to the side, moving out. You know, I don't know if the guy had it was armed or not. And, um, but, she, but, uh, I don't know. That was quite a scare that Jeff just be at his. Hey, I'll be freaked uh, out too, man. <laughs> shit. I mean, those opens, those opens, man, still to this day. Yeah, those opens, opens were lit. You know, they were, they were definitely a good time. I DJ two of them once. For the, um, for the fraternity and you know just watching the dance floor and watching people just go at it on the dance floor it's like, it's so lit bro it's it's insane sometimes like oh hell yeah bro can you um yeah can we talk about that dj stuff are you still djing um that's the thing you do uh what, what's going on with your djing right now you know i never um i haven't really been djing as much Mm-hmm. To be honest, uh, I kind of just DJ for the fraternity. And before that, I DJed a lot. I haven't really been doing it as much as I should. I definitely should be doing it more. Like, you know, I always I always listen to house music and stuff. And I always oh, yeah. like, you know, like I'm just fooling around with, like either SoundCloud player or Spotify. And I like to move the fader as the song transitions. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm actually like DJing a social or something. And Hell it always yeah. reminds me when I used to DJ like... You know, I've DJ parties up to like a thousand people. Like I've done venues before, like um, up in Maplewood, New Jersey, it's a town over from me. And you know, I've we've we've had like I've, I've DJed some like crazy parties. Not gonna lie, Dude. but like you know, nothing, nothing like you know, more than like two thousand people. Like you know, a thousand, two hundred, like mm-hmm. fifteen hundred, two thousand people. Like that's the max I've done. I haven't done anything like you know, like Carnage or like Tiesto or like right. some of these fucking. DJ producers out here just dead mouses insane. and like, stuff. The Skrillex, and, yeah, bro. Well, it's never too late to go back. It's always every once in a while I'll take a nice break. I know all of us here, the Projected Conversation faithful, and myself are supporting you when you make your comeback, and um, um, getting into that stuff again. So, um, having said all of that, what do you think um, is the best things? to perform as a DJ? Like, what are your favorite things to do once you're behind those tables? Um, You know, kind of the first thing I do really is like, see if I have like a playlist, you know, that I already have. So like, if, I'm, if I have tables in front of me, I would just set up all the songs, you know, accordingly, like, you know, I'll put this song in this player or on this player. Right. Or if it, you know, if it's in the computer, I just put the songs in a playlist. And then sometimes I do something called auto cue, where it literally, it puts the songs like on the tables for you and then it does the transitions for you a lot of oh, djs right. do that a lot of people don't realize that 
But, you know, if I really want to fuck around, you know, do my own thing, like, without the automations and shit, you know, I just put track after track after track, you know, constantly searching for music, you know. If I see something I fuck with, I just put in the playlist role, and that's about it. Definitely, bro. Do you get annoyed when you have, like, people, like, a lot of girls or dudes just like, hey, can you play this song for me? Can you play this next? Okay, okay, okay. That must get annoying, right? Tell me about it. It's 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 terrible, bro. It's terrible. Like honestly, <laughs> like there's been so many times where I've just looked at the same person come up to me for the fifth time, <laughs> where I just would have wanted to say, "Hey, I just want to punch you in the face right now, like right? so hard." <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy because. <sighs> I'm trying to be sexist, but girls are the fucking worst with it too. Cause they'll they'll ask me to go play a song, and then they'll go. And then if I don't play the song for them, they'll go to their friend and be like, "Hey, he doesn't want to play this song." And then it'll be like a fucking marching band, like, "Hey, you don't want to play this song? Play this song." <laughs> and I have to play the song, bro. Like, it's so fucking annoying. Like, but I bet. I, I mean, bet other that, than that, like, yeah. I bet the songs aren't uh, exactly your choices either, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes they're right, but most of the time it's like, what, what do you want, what do you want me to play? Like, I've never heard of this before. This is not a party song. Like, I'm, definitely. Like, yeah. And like, when you play the, you actually set up a playlist coming in, like you already know, or are you like on your Spotify picking songs that come to the top of your head and queuing? Uh, usually I just have like a set playlist. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes if I don't have my um, turntables or something, I sometimes just go through like YouTube, you know, just mix through there because it's basically the same thing as long as you have it all set up. Right. You know, yeah. And, oh, and you must, is there a preference between doing a party or like a club atmosphere or um, anything like that? Or, hey, you just love playing music to the people? Um. You know, there is a little bit of a difference. Uh, I mean, because really? like people who go to clubs want to drink and like be social, but also party at the same time. Like, right. you know, when I go to DJ a social, like sometimes the music choices, you got to be a little bit different with it. It's like <laughs> socials. Are, nah, I'm serious. I'm serious. Like social, like social. No, no, I hear like, you. I it's can... like more pop music. And like if you yeah. go to the club, that's where they actually play like some decent shit. Like, you know. Yeah. Like that's what makes me laugh. Like it's. I've heard like when it was was my time, some people wanted to play like some country music and not nothing wrong with that, but you're just like, you know, you're in the groove or something (laughs) like that. Like I like the more house musics and the uh, remixes and when they play the whole thing, nothing against Luke Bryan or any of that, but uh, it's whatever. You you want to hear something funny? So basically with my time, we really didn't play a lot of songs with actual it was just more Spotify playlists. No one actually DJed. And um, so I did as a joke once, right? Uh, yeah. I'm going to just quickly disconnect my mic for this. But um, I played this song, right? Yeah. As a joke, like when people were fucking destroyed. The two, I have two funny stories of that. So I just wanted to see, because someone would be so drunk, I'll play this song where they still vibe. And this in particular, no, I was dead wrong with this. So let me just disconnect this really quickly. All right. All right, you hear me? Yeah. Great, great. So I played this from Star Wars. <laughs> I swear, everyone's litmus just destroyed. Gone. Nobody did not appreciate that joke, man. 
I'm not gonna lie, that's a pretty funny song, man. Hell yeah. You know, Matt I remember Matt DiMatteo, the great Matt DiMatteo, I'm sure you know. Yeah. He was the only one who actually got it and knew what I, knew what it was from, but uh, <laughs> that was quite an L. And uh let me play, but then I did it one other time to redeem myself at a different social. And this and it actually was pretty lit. I played this classic Thanks. Earth Wind and Fire. And uh people went in with that. And people were still bouncing around and I was like, man, some music is timeless, I guess, you know? Yeah. You definitely hear that music everywhere still. So, you, know, yeah. you go to like a club, you know, like a resort or something, like that shit's always playing. Like that will always be a hit. There's a lot of music out there that will remain hits for the rest of eternity, I swear. Music's timeless. It really is. Good music is, I should say. And, yes, sir. Uh, shout out to those people who do, who um, create beautiful music for us. Is there any particular DJs who like in, influence you or inspired you, whether you're a Dead Mouse or a Skrillex or, or um, I don't okay. know. And is there uh, any no. uh, DJs who you liked especially? Oh yeah, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was like, I was gonna gonna say, um, you know, I really, really got into like DJing and shit when I was like in eighth grade. Um, yeah. I don't know. You might not might know might not know the DJs I know, but you ever heard of Hardwell or like you know Tiesto? Tiesto was also a I big inspiration Tiesto, to me. Sure. Yes, yeah, Tiesto, Tiesto for sure. Like, I haven't heard of the uh, first. Swedish that, House Mafia sure. was pretty good. I know Swedish House Mafia. I happen to know them. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Hell yeah! You, yeah. Is there ever a fear like, yo, what if while I'm DJ, someone really fucks up? What if somebody falls on my DJ set, and then I'm on bar stool getting made fun of or something like that? Does that ever cross your mind? No, that's funny. That's funny that you say that because that's happened to me already. What? It's happened to me one time already. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was so Tell me funny. what happened, man. Oh, um, fucking, uh, I was DJing a social and I had an old, like, Lenovo laptop that was, like, mm -hmm. I don't know how old that shit was, but it, it was definitely old as shit. It was definitely from, like, pre-2010, like, 2007 model Lenovo, like, some beat shit. But, you know, it worked. It had all my music on it. And then, um, so I was DJing the social, I, I forgot who we were with, but it was fucking lit. Like the yeah. girls were all dancing on the table I was DJing on. Like, I just look up, I just see ass everywhere. Like, oh. It's fucking, it's amazing. It's amazing. We and party then, like, out here, huh? Yeah, it was fucking lit. And then, um, some, then another girl came out. It came out to be six girls on top of the table. And then another one wanted to come on, and the whole table collapsed. Oh. And they broke my laptop. They, one of their heels went straight through the laptop. Fuck. I'd never seen anything like it before. <laughs> Did like, anyone wow, get this on camera? <laughs> I honestly wish, man. Oh. My face was speechless at the time. I was literally like... And the music just bruh. stopped? <laughs> It just shut off immediately, and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it where's just... the music? And then all you see is just a broken-ass table, like, my laptop just in pieces, sparking and shit. And yeah. Party was over, and then huh? just like that, all I see is another table and another laptop. And I'm like, bet. Let's go back to it. Oh, shoot. So <laughs> you did go to the save. Oh, man. I was wondering, do you happen to remember what song that was to end it? Shit. It was definitely some old... Like two thousands, like you know, walk a flock of flame, like okay, some banger. <laughs> I always some, like classic it. banger. I always loved it when they uh, had the 
I always loved it when they had the throwbacks in. I love playing yeah. throwbacks after a nice mixture thrown in there. Who do you yeah. think was in the fraternity in your time? Who do you think was the biggest partier out of everyone in your whole, you've all seen? Who do you think was the biggest partier? Partier. You know, you obviously know Fredo. Fredo definitely big partier. I think Fredo's, um, Fredo's legacy will never die at you, Hart. If Veda Kai. No. <laughs> we, we, we need to get an award for him or something, man. I swear. <laughs> oh, um, Fredo definitely is up there, but there's definitely some others. But, you know, he just sticks out of my mind. Like, oh, hell yeah. He's so such a like, social person, you know. Always had the lit socials when Fredo planned them. Like, <laughs> it's fucking fire. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, I guess I would say Fredo. <laughs> I actually honestly would say that too <laughs> for all the time I was in the fraternity. Do you have a favorite social you ever did? Like mine personally was, um, I'm saying it's my favorite. Yeah, it just, it just slipped my mind, but I would have to say for me, there was a St. Patrick's day, my senior year it was just St. Patrick's day theme and, and, uh, things just clicked and, uh, growing out, doling out towards the end of college. And, uh, I felt that was a peak college party. And it's like, man, I won't be going to these much of these anymore, but, uh, I remember it was just a bouncing time with a great Samachari, guy for life that's around being himself so i would actually say i have to say it's awfully up there too (laughs) yeah and and like i take me and sam hang out pretty often in the um post-college and he honestly brought that energy into the real world all the places in new york and new jersey we've been to and other stuff like that he fucking um, lit man he's uh my guy for life definitely snaps for that one what about you what were some of your favorite socials that really stuck out to you man there's been a few uh christmas uh 2017 christmas, social. <laughs> christmas 2017 definitely stands out um so apparently i bought the same bottle of alcohol at six o'clock and at nine o'clock at the same time wait how does that work so like the two di- different types of bottle, or you literally bought it and rebought it? <laughs> I posted two Snapchats on my Snapchat, um, my, well, my Snapchat, my Snapchat story. I posted mm-hmm. it on my Snapchat story. I said, I bought this bottle at six o'clock. And then there was another one a few hours later that said, I bought the same, I bought this <laughs> bottle at nine o'clock. But it was the same bottle of alcohol I had the whole night. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it was a, what was the bo- it was a E and J Apple. Okay. Well then maybe sometimes it is worth buying it twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh that social was pretty lit social. Another lit social for me was um an SDT social we had. Mm. Oh, that shit was far. I was SDT, tight. The huh? cops came. Like, t- oh. we were having a the craziest party like ever. It was like one of the craziest parties I've ever been to. And like fucking we had this whole sound system set up. I, I had brought my two speakers from home, and they're they're pretty fucking huge. I'll tell you that. Hell yeah! And, and it just sounded sick. It, the house was sick, and like there's lights everywhere, and people were just having a good time. And then like I think it was like one thirty in the morning. Everyone was just still going crazy, and then the cops came and said like, "Yeah, we can hear this from a quarter mile away." Well, shit. Like, and he Damn. wasn't the cool cop that said, uh, "Quiet it down." 
and then ran away, huh? He that's that, that's what he. St- I think that's what he started off. I think that's how he started uh, his sentence when he came to the door. I was like, hey, I can hear this a quarter like quarter mile away. Wow. <laughs> I was like, shit, damn. <laughs> Man, Just, it, was, it was too bad you to say, hey, you want to join us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could have, but you know, at that point, I was just like, "Fuck, I just, I need to go home anyway." <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, for someone who had to deal with cops on behalf of Charity himself, I, uh, I understand it gets intimidating. Oh man, I've had I've had to deal with them a lot of times, and yeah, especially you know, as the house too, and the the tickets come in your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's fucked up. You know, a lot of the times though, it's um. It's been the school who's actually been like, you know, doing this bullshit with us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate what they're doing. Like, honestly, like trying to keep a community safe and shit. But like, there's been instances where they've had like PS officers come to our house unannounced, <clears throat> like from PS, and they're saying like they're getting all these pictures and shit. And then they would have people drive by the house and like take pictures of our house. Really. Would yeah. they have like legit snitches going out there and doing stuff? Yeah, it's it's apparently really? that's like that's what I've heard. Like I've heard people who are going to these parties and shit. Like undercover. Keep in mind, this semester, a party for us was like no more than like fifteen people, like at least like fifteen. Yeah, I can imagine. How do you sell a social distance party? Yeah, I mean, like again, there was people who didn't want to go out, and then there was people who were in the fraternity that didn't want to go out. So, like, we had we had small parties and shit, but like, there were still people who were just like, you know, snitching on us, and like, and it was ridiculous. Like, they they put the same rules that they had on campus onto people who lived on off campus as well. So, like, if someone lived in ENF comp or like in regions or in the apartments, those same rules were to, would apply to us, like, in our own house, like, like a you private residence. Written, well, you would get, yeah, is that even, le- can they legally do that? I mean, can they write you up? They're going to write you up, the RA of your house? Mm. I mean, look, they haven't done anything, like, you know, rightfully so, because, like, if it really came down to the point, like, I'm going to fight that shit. Like, I'm not going to be pushed around because, like, we've had a few people over. We didn't even, we haven't had real parties, like, I mean, we've had the cops over a few times for noise, but they know us. Like, they know they're, we're not trying to like cause like harm and shit. Like, we we've been right. here for years. Like, you know, they should know what the gig is. But the school is applying pressure, not only to us but to lo- local houses and community. And it's been it's been kind of annoying. But mm. you're just trying to be a college student, man. And yeah, dude, I'm trying to graduate. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Before you have to deal with bills and stuff, and right yeah. and. Just let let's like keep people live, man. I'm a really, really component component of that, and I still believe that to this day. But shit, what a time to be alive in college and in Greek life, huh? Yeah, definitely. It's very different. Tell me how about that, bro? Yo, so like, besides DJing, living it up be a new jersey guy um you really got recently into working out you mentioned a little bit on that before i sometimes see you uh putting in work are you somebody who's a uh into fitness are you a jim hardo or you, you just like working out and shit huh. you know i wouldn't really consider myself a gym rat just because like you know i'm not really like 
out there. I don't pay, take pictures of myself at the gym and post pictures like every day. I mean, I, I'll be guilty. I'm definitely guilty of posting pictures like on social media, but like that's only for like, you know, myself. Cause like, yeah, motivation. I, I used to be so skinny. I used to be like 115 pounds. Like, yeah, man. Boy. Since like, I last saw you, seems like you've been putting on some solid weight. I respect it. Congrats. Yeah, man. You know, it's just consistent. It's literally just consistency and just eating. Like if you can just yeah. do those two things consistently, like every day for like years, like you'll get there, you know, it just takes time. It's funny sure. how almost naturally it happens and you don't realize it till nope. way after, but you have to do it for the body for not only your, for, I mean, your sake. And I mean, of course there's all great perks that goes on if you look better than you used to, but at the end of the day, you're just working out for you, I assume. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. It's fucking honestly, it's a good stress reliever, you know. Like if I had a rough day, go to the gym. Feel a bit way better afterwards. Destroy it. Kick your own ass in the gym, as the Rock would say. <laughs> What's your favorite type of lift to do? Um, shit. I don't know. Maybe triceps. You know, just like just extension, like triceps like pull crushers. Pull down. Get your pull yeah. downs in. I love the reverse pull downs I like that. Is that your favorite day? Your tricep, your arms day. Sometimes the tricep, chest, the uh, all arms. What's it you like to do? Tricep, chest. Yeah, it's like my favorite day. Hell yeah, yeah. man! I really Best like. Day. I really like back and buys and uh, shoulders days. I've really grown accustomed to. Yeah, I feel. Hell bad. yeah, man! You Could know, have good broad shoulders. Right. Also work on your traps on this side. So a very underrated muscle to grow. You know who I suggest to help if you want some time to get an awesome workout guy, play a workout fitness motivation guy, but he tells you what workouts to do based on the scientific um, benefits of it. His name's Jeremy Ether, and he's pretty solid, like, pointing out like when you do your shoulders your shoulders really in three parts your front middle and rear delts and he tells the proper workouts to scientifically how they grow and stuff like that you know so i really yeah. would like to put his name out there and highly suggest it what's like the most annoying thing you hate that other people do at the gym oh that i hate yeah <laughs> there's honestly a lot because yeah. you'll see people who, like, um, who do shit wrong, but, like... Oh, hell yeah. And, but, it, you know, sometimes, you like, I don't really... Like, that's not really what I hate about what they do, but it's just that they they do it wrong, and then they keep doing it, and then they put more weight on, like, right afterwards. I'm like, bro, that's like, how are you doing that to yourself? You can hurt yourself doing that shit. You won't be able to walk properly the next morning. Yeah, people don't realize. Like, what's you, like, you. One thing I noticed, like, with that, any exercise, yeah. Yeah, when they do it and a lift wrong, when they're half-assing it, like if you're doing a bench and you don't hit, make your chest, you only essentially bend your elbows for it, and you don't really can't yeah. really work out the elbow. But it's just you look so ridiculous. You waste time. Um, you know, everyone has to be extra careful now in the gym because of obviously what's going on and. You don't help these Jim Hardos. Yeah, there's um, a funny thing. Though. One time I went to the gym. Yeah. You, you you won't believe this. This is actually wild fucked up. I was trying to go to the gym this one day. Like, mm -hmm. it was during quarantine and shit. It just one the gym's open. And um, I see this really hot girl, like, walk past Ooh. me. 
And like she stops at the door and, and I thought she was going to open the door and I was like, okay. So then I just open the door and then she follows me as I open the door, like really closely. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then she's like, like, oh, I'm are. sorry. I have Corona. Can you please open the door for me? <laughs> what? And you freak? Did you freak the fuck out? Well, in my mind, what was going on? I was like, "Yo, she's so hot. I'm just gonna open the door." <laughs> and then, and then uh, I go to the bike, and I I put my hand sanitizer on. I, I'm fucking I'm a freak about that. And then I go to the bike, you know, just yeah, warm man. up. And then, and then I think about it for a second, and I'm like, "She just says she had corona." And I just left the gym. <laughs> Man, I think I would have snitched, bro. I would have been like, yo, you got a Rona face. Here. I should have, right? I should have. Oh, my God, dude. I should have. And, you know, I regret it to this day because, like, I really thought about it. And if I really were to process, like, what she said and acted upon it, I would have freaked out on her. I would have been like, yeah, like, I, I would have, like, screamed. and would have been like, <laughs> like that. I would have been like, why are you at the gym? <laughs> why are you next to you breathing on me? I mean... Shit, I know like for the, real, like, the power of attractions sometimes. And I think she had, I think she had a sticker on that said, "I have Corona," and she ripped it off like as she got in the gym. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I, 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 I was like, "People are so stupid." I can't take <laughs> like, it. I can't take it when something like oh, that. Man. Yeah, freaking humanity, man. I mean, shit. Uh well. <laughs> I just hope you don't got it now, bro. And I hope she's. Oh, that was months ago. Damn. Damn, Yeah, that was uh, months ago. So I I think I'm good now. Great, great. Yeah. Do you go to any of the big gyms? Is this like an LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, Crunch, any of them? Uh, Have you heard of Edge Fitness? Yeah. Big. uh, Yeah. Just huge. Yeah, I'm a Planet Fitness guy. You know, my gym is. It's sweet because, like, it's mostly older people. And I don't find a lot of meatheads or really hot girls in the sense, like, I don't want to be distracted, you know? I just want to do my thing, get yeah. it out. But lately, we've seen more of more of those people in that demographic come. But um, hey, we're not we're not we're not here to um we're not here to worship ass. We're here to worship aspirations. So <laughs> that's why. I'm yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I fuck with that. Hell yeah. What is there a dream person you wish you could work out with? If you could work out with this one person for a day, it's like, yo, August, you're going to be my gym partner. Like, I would like to work out with the rock. I have to do my own. Shit. I think I could keep up, but in the sense that I can't do his insane amount of weights, but maybe his, his type of lifts at my own pace. I think I could go for the challenge, you know? Shit. <sighs> That's a hard question to answer, honestly, because I just think of a lot of people. Maybe it's an unhealthy, overweight person, and you guys could uh, do it together. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I would fuck with The Rock, honestly. The Rock. That would be pretty tough. Yeah, he probably probably give me a lot of pointers. Probably bench me. (laughs) (laughs) Pick me up with one hand. Push. Dude, that guy is like in his late forties, and he looks like an Adonis. Dude, he's a dinosaur, bro. I swear. Exactly, bro. I love the rock. He's a fucking a dinosaur. Except he has longer arms. <laughs> he fears Yaris. no man. Imagine being the rock yeah. every day walking around and like, yo, no one can mess with me. I was the king in wrestling, king of Hollywood. I'm the man. I make millions of dollars. Like, <laughs> If you need to learn about confidence, look at the stuff the rock does. For real. <laughs> that man's outside. That, that man's outside. Yo, that August. 
I was yeah. talking about the dining halls at Uhart. I want to know if they're they're getting better, they're worse. How the um the good old co- they fucking dining are. halls. <laughs> yeah, bro. How's the? Is there Shit, still Mo's man, over I'm there? I'm gonna be honest with you. What? I mean, is Mo still there? A hawk's nest and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, Mo's is definitely still there. Hawk's nest was there during Corona. But it's just not the same, man. I mean, I don't. I I live off campus, so I don't right, really right, like true, go true. there. Yeah. Uh, but don't like, really need to. yeah, I don't really need to. But I mean, every time if I do like happen to be around the area, like I'll sometimes be on campus and walk with people just like the Hawks and I just to hang out and shit. And I'll just look inside and be like, "There's like nobody here." The Hawks Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's go- it's pretty good, but most of the time it's you know it's mid. Yeah, some it's mid. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I actually thought Oxness was kind of underrated. There's some things that kind of slap, but maybe that's just from all the uh, college activities I was participating in to make the food better, of course, which includes extra oh, yeah. study time, of and course, stuff, right? Of course. And uh, yeah. but you know, it's the dining hall. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I see you were drinking some brewskis right now. Yeah. Bro, first of all, what's your favorite brewski? Your victory. Oh, victory, those golden monkeys. You're it's an IPA, right? Yeah. Is that a it's hard a, one? It's actually an ale. It's an ale. An ale? Okay. Shit looks fire. Is that your favorite beer? As of right now, yeah, I would say so. You know, this and sour monkey is pretty good. You ever have dogfish? I've heard of dogfish. Uh, I think I had it. Is is the can blue? Sometimes I th- they have a few various ones. You know, my favorite beer is definitely Blue Moon, and I haven't had it forever. Like Blue Moon shop. I love Blue Moon. I love those Belgian type, making me feel fancy, but not that expensive. Yeah, so this is actually Belgian type. This is a Belgian style triple ale. Oh hell yeah to that. Shouts to the beard. What um yeah. what other alcohol are you, are you somebody who's open to having and enjoying any all other types of alcohol? Yes. <laughs> I can I can pretty much have anything and I can probably drink it. I could too. <laughs> Whether I like it or not's another thing. Like vodka, I hate vodka so much. Oh yeah, of course. Like of course, vodka. Yeah. Vodka soda is probably the very worst thing I've ever drank in my life. You don't fuck with Ciroc? I'll definitely drive a Ciroc. I just, you know, Ciroc's just, you just have to pay some money for it, but it's worth every penny. But, you know, I would have Ciroc. And one thing, even in college, I stopped doing this. I don't really like to drink with chasers because I feel, I have a less like, a less likely chance to get a hungover if I don't have sugary chasers, like, you know, juices and shit like that. For sure. And I stopped doing those and I just drink everything straight. Like probably my senior year was when I started to drink things straight and, you know, it got you buzzed quicker and stuff. But, um, even like some jungle juices are, uh, you gotta stay away. Cause who knows if that, if yeah. people, you know, if people are afraid of the vaccine, they just had to have jungle juice at a fraternity party. They'll be okay. Yeah. yeah jungle juice, you know, that, that was one of my go things, but yeah, like you were mentioning, you know, it's definitely, hangover waiting to happen every night (laughs) (laughs) i'd love a scientist to experiment and get all the ingredients out of it this is what you're drinking 100 grams of sugar (laughs) all that shit goes you know what's so crazy um ever since i started working out and shit 
It's so weird. Like the only things I drink now, I don't. I don't drink any soda, no fruit juice, because some fruit juices have hella sugar in them. Hella. I don't drink anything with sugar unless it's alcohol. That's funny. You, me too. I it's just water and alcohol. I, I I stopped drinking soda like before college and uh, don't really drink juices. I'm not a coffee drinker at all. I don't drink coffee. What bit? I, I think I've only had yeah less than five cups of coffee in my life. Like if I'm going on a coffee date, I will get water. That's what I was yeah. saying. Unless you count milkshakes, I guess those two. Mm. But I'll have those every once in a while. Yeah, those are those are rare. You know, few in between. Yeah. So yeah, water supplement shakes and alcohol. Yeah, man. Facts. Hell, bro. Yo, what do you think is the worst drink out there? What drink is absolute trash? I already said vodka. I'm offended when people drink vodkas. Is there a trash? Well, I, I definitely can agree with you on that a little bit. There are some types of vodka that if you just put your nose to the rim of the bottle or take just a little swig, you'll just either immediately just throw up or just be disgusted. Like, just like, um, you know, Dubra. Dubra. <laughs> oh. yeah. Excuse me. You know, Pleasure, one thing man. I used to – thank you. You know, one thing I used to drink in college, I love drinking old Englishes, get some $2 old Englishes from yeah. from the urban areas. You'll get messed yeah. up on those. I had one since college, shit. And then anytime we would drink a Keystone, like I feel U-Heart's more of a Keystone school while other schools are like Natty. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Plunge, man. I mean, I always bring a 36 rack to a social, man. A whole of, thing. Of, of Keystones? Yeah, man. That shit was fire. It's so hard to buy a Keystone, man. Like, if you go to a liquor store, most of them put them way to the side, right? And I feel like I haven't touched a Keystone now, like, that type of quality since college. And, and um, like, it's funny how we start drinking regular beers once we uh, graduate and stuff. Like, a genuine beer. I guess even you see a Bud Light or Budweiser, you could consider that stuff. But... Man, what what was up with us drinking those trashy beers besides them being so cheap? But I guess it was <laughs> worth it at the end of the day. Cheaper. Right, right, right. <laughs> Definitely way cheaper. Yo, August, what are some other things? We talked about your fitness. We talked about your DJing. You staying lit. What are some other like hobbies and interests you're really into? You, you like to read? You binging anything? Podcast? Listening to podcasts? Um, gardening, you know, uh, I, I, as you know, I also, I'm a music producer. Uh, I make a lot of music. Yes. You know, I do a lot of that. A lot of the time. Do you have like a, do you have like a, uh, a social media page or a website? We can find some of that music or SoundCloud. Yeah, I actually, I do have an Instagram. It's called trap pilot, trap pilot beats, trap pilot beats. Yes. Uh, it's, it's an Instagram, you know, I'm just, I just, started it this year you know i got some followers you know not big number i've got like 120 124 nothing huge you know hey we all I'm start starting somewhere. out but yeah you know if if anyone on here watches and like makes beats and shit hit my line like i actually like know a lot of people like and you know it's a good time you know just to collab and shit you know do this shit yeah so do usually you'll make the beats and will you have like rappers or up-and-coming artists ask or try to buy your samples and stuff is that how it works yeah 
all the time. It's 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 um literally like my some of my best friends I grew up with like we bounce off ideas off each other all the time. You know, we're, we're constantly making music. I've had tracks that get you know like a few thousand plays a song. Like you know, you know, I've, 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 there's something going on. You know, it's just like it's just hard sometimes because you know I'm at school and shit. Like once I get out of this school, you know, I I got all the groundwork laid out. You know, it's really gonna start taking off. Like I have a good feeling about it. Really? Well, why do you say that? I, I totally hear you. I totally hear you and I support you, but what's going to help you uh, get to the promised land? <laughs> At this point, just bread. Yeah. Just money, you know? I mean, like, <clears throat> a lot of music these days, like, is based off collaborations, features, and, you know, networking. You know, the easiest route, you know, in terms of, you know, trying to make a hit it's just networking you know it's cost effective like you know if you just go to the right place at the right time you know what can happen and there's also other ways where you network but you just ex- extend beyond just networking so like you talk to all the people involved in the situation you're in you know and you go a little bit deeper like you know you know you fuck with some of their samples you know buy a couple collabs you know show some respect you know if you make something good you send it back to them you know and if it turns out well then you can really hit it since hit something off like i've done it a few times where like I'll, i would send tracks out and like i would get like returns and have like artists like rap on the beats and shit and you know really it's 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 sick like you know and it, it'll be like people like i never even heard of but you know they run some of the best studios in the world like how how does it feel how does it feel that moment when you hear your track and you hear this talented rapper uh perform over it how does it feel once you hear that you know it's it's you know being a musician or being an artist of any point like i'm sure you you might feel like this sometimes too like you're always your biggest critic when it comes to like creation and productivity um but like you know when i first hear it like when i'm in the studio at the moment and usually afterwards too like i I just i'm just like amazed like i got to this point like i gone from like you know just making simple like hi-hat patterns like or like simple beats and now i do like loops that are minutes long or like i do like little artifacts and i do chord progressions and i put music theory into a song like there's so many levels to it now that it you know it it pays off i'm impressed august that's that's so that's so cool that you're really pursuing that and you know what you're talking about and putting actual music production into it as you mentioned with the chord progressions and and all of that like do you know how to read music i can read music a little bit yeah Um, i'm not really like cool yeah yeah you know it is pretty cool i I know where um, i know some scales now like gone to the point where i i know like four scales it's basically two scales but it i know the the major and the minor side of each one oh hell yeah if you you know your music theory you'll know like the minor and major very similar so and that's cool you put genuine theory in it yeah that's all you really need honestly (laughs) if you know if you just know one scale and music production nowadays you can become the next beethoven like it's really not that hard like if you just know the software and just edit your little pieces put in little step sequencer and like it'll randomize it in the same scale for you and then 
it's the same, yeah, like I said, there's many levels to it. Like, I can go on for fucking centuries if I could. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Yo, shouts to Trap Pilot Beach with that. We're, we're, so, yeah. we're so thrilled to see what you're going to do with it. I know you're going to be killing it in the game once school is done. Do you want to go, like, uh, you're in Jersey. Do you want to, like, especially once, especially saying this once COVID is over, do you want to try to grow your career in New York city? Do you want to go to Los Angeles? Do you want to go to another place in the country? Do you want to go to another, do you want to go to another country? I know house music is universal. Do you have any aspiration with that? Like where you want to start growing your career? You know, um, I, you know, I was a really big fan of L.A. at one point. I've been to L.A. a few times, you know, smoked the weed. The weed's really nice out there. Hell, yeah. Um, we fucking... love we love our weed out there. I went to, when I visited um, Brad Finn, and I don't know if you know him, but he was uh, my pledge brother, one of my great friends. It was so cool being there, 420-friendly place. We picked up in, um, uh, in Venice Beach, and oh, man. It's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time for 420. I think he's he's from San Francisco, right? Brad is from New Jersey himself, but he lives in LA now. Oh, he lives in LA. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we went That's out sad. there. But um, you were saying though, so you were, so you were interested in the LA life. I was interested in the LA life. Um, you know, I fucked with it. You know, just I mean, most of the talent is there now. Right. But I mean, if I were to like personally find a spot, you know, to really lay down some good roots, would probably be like Miami. Miami, yeah, yeah. How could I, I forget love that? I, I don't know what's with me in Miami, bro, but, like, I just picture myself there and just killing it, like, just doing my own thing, like, working in the studio all day, like, bringing artists in and out, like, being behind the booth, you know, putting things in and out, you know. That's just where I picture myself, Miami. Fucking fire out there, like, it's... Oh, Yo, man, man, dude, I can I can see you <laughs> going out in Miami. You got my support with that and chilling, bro. Go I for said, it. Dog. You got nothing to lose, especially after you graduate, being so young too, and you got the talent. And I'm pretty, you know, I'm I'm not no, no real estate ex- expert, but I'm sure it's a little more. I'm gonna guess. I could be completely wrong, but I'm gonna guess maybe it's a little more affordable with some options and than a New York or LA. If that's what you want to pursue, but yeah, um, I sure. mean, honestly, you could always make it. You always find a way if you want to be there at the end of the day. Yeah, you know that. Oh. I could just think, you know, just thinking about it just gives me goosebumps. You know, just being out there because it's it's such a nice place to be. I mean, probably not now because of Corona. Because I know COVID is that's the hotbed of COVID right now. You know, Florida, right, right. Texas, like those states. But um, you know, other than that, like. It's nice down there. <laughs> you'd, figure, you'd figure by the time you wait it out, you graduate. We'll see where we are in the summer. Hopefully, we make some bigger strides. I saw it was early today. The Fauci and the task force said that we might start seeing a stop of the spread, not until the spring, but hey, that's yeah. better than nothing. So, hey, you never know. We'll just wait it out, get through this winter, and then um, make your big move. One of my good friends just went to the U, and he loves it there, and he says he wishes it now. I mean, you know, going to Miami, to the freezing cold tri-state area. But, hey. Yeah. Good times ahead with that, bro. Good times ahead. But what are, like, is there, like, a dream DJ that you would like to perform with? But you got like some a dead mouse or mm. the ones you've mentioned already? What if you had like a DJ, DJ battle? Like, remember that video game DJ Hero? 
That's what you guys could do. <laughs> yeah, so that was a fun game, actually. I remember that. That <laughs> shit was hard as fuck at first, bro. And then, like, once you got the hang of it, it was pretty fun. Um, shit. You know, I haven't really thought about that. It's crazy because I listened to a lot of house music back then. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, this is going to sound kind of corny, but Zed. Probably Zed. Oh no, it's not corny. That's that that guy goes hard. I like to uh, collapse. Yeah, he like he is the best at his job. Like honestly, like you know, like fucking in terms of being a DJ and shit. Like I don't know, he's just so fire. Like he makes so much bread and he, he does a really good job of what he does. Hell yeah! You know who's my favorite DJ? Oh. Shaq. You ever see Shaq's videos? I saw that. Shaq, like Shaquille O'Neal, basketball player. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yo, Shaq. <laughs> Yo, he's actually fire. He's yeah. fire. That's of his. He he um actually um performed at Ultra. No way. Were you there? I wasn't there, but I, I saw oh, I saw his uh per- the performance live. The only rave show I've actually been to, uh, you ever heard of Carl Cox? I actually have heard of Carl Cox. Yeah, I went to one of his uh, performances, and that was like probably the craziest thing I've ever seen, bro. No cat. <laughs> Where was that? Where was that? It was in the city. I just turned eighteen, and I was right. allowed to go to adult places and shit. That's I just couldn't drink, but like everyone there was hammered on acid, and they were all like stupid rich, bro. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Like. I got the general VIP, so I just I could walk in and out whenever I want. Like I didn't have to stay there, so I got to the very front and I saw his man. And then I was there for like thirty minutes. Then I looked behind me, and it was like a million people. I I was like, whoa, let's rage, right? We raged for like an hour or two, and I you know like you know not really being able to drink was kind of a drag but you know at the same time like i get to see everyone who's so fucked up <laughs> it, it's like insane like you could just tell people who are on drugs and just you know on the ground just like staring the space sprawled out like tripping sack and like you'll see people like you know just fucking and like <laughs> fucking <laughs> no way <laughs> well that's that's one place to do it i guess huh <laughs> and yeah, man, i mean raves are crazy man I've seen like I had yeah. a good I have a good friend coming on the show soon, my friend Julia, and she like goes to like underground shit on the reg like pre COVID, and anyone and other people are to tell me about the trap scene in New York in particular, like some underground spots in Brooklyn or Queens, like uh, in particular, yeah. and like wow. I need to experience that just because I really really do. It'd be cool if if Shaq was the one too. If I go to a Shaq concert. That'd be tough. Hell it's <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yo, August, believe it or not, we're actually at the hour point at this point. <laughs> oh, shit, look at that. I didn't, I, I didn't even realize that, man. See, bro, I believed in you. <laughs> at first, August didn't know if he uh, could make it to the hour point, and he has. So, shouts and proud of you, bro. See, I knew you could do it. But yeah, man, here we are. Seriously, bro. But um, having said that, as we wrap up a few things before we uh, say goodbye, there's something I'd like to do before the end of every show called the Proust Questionnaire, right? Yeah. So these like rapid fire questions, but they're also deep at the same time. So, you know, 
it's not a time limit, so take your time when I ask them. But I'm really interested and intrigued to hear what you got to say about this. So uh, you ready? like yes or no questions or like? No, no, they're um legit questions, but you know okay. they're pretty cool. So um, I'm really excited to see what you think about this August, and uh, you ready to rock and roll with it? Let's do it, man. All right, bro. The first question I have for you: What is your favorite word? Tough. Tough. <laughs> I like that one. That's the first one. I, I did, You know, I like that word too. That is tough. No pun intended, or yes, pun intended. What is your least favorite word? Um, my least favorite word. That's a that's a that's a tough question. <laughs> um, problem. Problem. Good one. Good one. Number three. And this is not a sexual question. Let me preference this. This is more of a life question. But what turned you on? Influence. Oh, that's a great one. Influence. I like that. What turns you off? Um, there's a lot of things that turn me off. But if I were to be, like, really specific, I guess. Um, fake. Fake. <laughs> well, we've seen that a lot in college, especially, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to sure. miss that when you graduate. <laughs> Yo, bro, what um sound or noise do you love? Wait, can, you, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. What? What sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise? Yeah. Is that is that your answer? Hey man, I, that counts if that's it. All right. Yeah, I, I guess I guess we're gonna go with the the beer bottle sound. The sound of a beer bottle and with the first performance. <laughs> Heck, why not? That's how people used to play. You ever see those hobos play <laughs> those beer bottles? So you know what? I guess it works out. You know, if they if they put it out in a row, you know, drink a little bit more, you can make a whole song. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm about it. I'm about it. What sound or noise do you hate? No, what do I hate? Styrofoam. The sound of styrofoam, for sure. <laughs> the sound of styrofoam. Like, you just squeak, squeaking the styrofoam. Ugh. Oh, the scratchy bit. That shit sounds fucked up, man. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word? Yeah. Hmm. It could be anyone. Yeah. Either cunt or fuck. <laughs> those are usually the <laughs> two most two. popular. What are those two for sure? <laughs> I, I really can't between. I can't pick between which one. But it's gonna have to be both of those. All right, all right. What profession other than your own right now would you like to attempt? Uh, piloting, like actual aircraft, like yeah, jets and shit. Do you think you would do that on the side one day? Because I know plenty. I've heard. I don't know anyone, but I know people for who. Sure. Will, it's a, it's no like people do that as a side hobby to become a get a pilot's license. That's dope. Yeah. What profession would you not like to do? Oh, sewage. Oh shit. Anything, Anything with sewage or plumbing? Hell no. All right, all right. And yo, my last question before we wrap it up. August, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? How was it? How was it? <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. But yo, August, we've gone through yeah. a lot of things. We got to know each other a little more. Talked about yeah. the, from the we mentioned some great people. 
whether we're geeking out on Jeff Severino or The Rock, talking about yep. your dining halls and the music, your DJ work and your music production. And um, you've gotten a lot of good things out of the, our, our chat right here. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, say goodbye? Shit, man. You know, peace and love, man. That's peace, it. peace and love indeed. And again, if you want to check out August's music, you could go to at Trap Pilot Beats on all social media platforms. I got that correct? Uh, just on Instagram. Just on Instagram. Just now. on Instagram. All right. But, hey, the social media account that matters in this. So if you want to check out yes. more of August's music, go to Trap Go to Trap Pilot Beats, all in one word. And, yo, August, it's been real. I hope you had a great time. I certainly have. I'm down to do this again really, really soon. Maybe we can add some brothers in between. But, yo, man, it's been it's been a pleasure on some real shit. And I'm enjoyed getting to know you a little more. And hopefully soon we can even do it in person once uh, the COVID goes away. Since uh, Yeah, man, I'm down. You know, I'll, I'll be perfectly down to do it, yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. We're both in the tri-state area, and um, I'll be in touch with that, yo. But but August, you the man. Appreciate the time. I'll talk to you really, really soon, buddy. All right, bro. Take it easy. That's my buddy, the homie August Fritz. Man, that guy was really, really good. Right before the show, he said, "Oh, I don't know if we can even. I don't know if I'm be able to talk that much." But you know what? I'm proud of my guy because he talked for an hour. He was legit, engaging, articulate. So shouts to August Fritz for coming on the show and doing a great job at it. For the rest of the week, tomorrow we're back for a special 2020 New York Giants recap podcast. I bring in my buddy Alex Young, who's been on the show before. He's coming back. And my youngest brother, Tommy Brown, is coming back. And we're going to talk about the New York Giants football season. What was good, what was bad. What did we think of Joe Judge's first season and his personnel? What did we think of Daniel Jones coming in in his second season? What were some surprises? What were some players we were really happy with? What were some players we were disappointed with? It's a great show. A lot of fun, and um, it's really good. It's a really good time to talk about the New York Giants football season, which at the moment was a lot of fun to watch. Tough ending, but... um, I'm excited for the future, and I get more in-depth about that with my two guests tomorrow. And then we are back for our regularly scheduled Thursday episode, and I have Krishma Pinto on the show, which I must say, she was... (laughs) she's one of my favorite guests I've had so far. Nice, with a lot of candor, honesty, very funny. I mean, she really laid it all out there, and it's for the better. So you all will really, really enjoy her appearance, especially. She was was just great on it. So that's going to be on Thursday the 14th. Again, check us out tomorrow for the Giants retrospective of the 2020 season, Karishma on Thursday. And don't forget to check out me and Ryan Page on the Tweet Cap every Friday on all podcasting platforms where we go over the biggest news stories and trending topics of the week. Again, on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. But with that, again, thank you to August first for coming on. Thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. I appreciate and love every single one of you. And I'll be back in 24 hours. And with that, be safe, do well, and do the right thing. All right. See you tomorrow, guys. Peace. All she needed was some.